Actually, it is Wednesday. Let's do that again, Vito. It is Wednesday. You know what that means. All right. Yeah, no, I had to get your mic uh, worked in here to the to the Good. actual thing. Here we are. It is uh, July 6, 2022. Pro Wrestling Planet podcast here. Coming to you on all forms of the internet spectrum. It is the brand here, along with my excellent pal. Me? (laughs) (laughs) Big Vito T. Big Vito T, that's right. And Fucking uh, dynamite. I was just, I I did a dramatic pause, that way you could do your own, you know, strong entrance. Oh, yeah. I, I, I felt like a strong entrance there. That felt strong to me. Well, here we are. Your lead up was strong too, by the way. Yeah, no, it's just it's yeah. all about it's all about strength, you know. I got to put you over right. when I can. Oh, it, it, as Jr. says, you got to get over. Oh, got to get that push. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good old Jr. Which you know, bo- you know, you y'all know why we're here. We're here to talk about the AEW uh, Dynamite show tonight. Uh, good. Uh, midway point in the week for Vito and I to discuss that. You know, whatever kind of other wrestling matters come up. Um, JR is another one. Uh, you know, apparently, uh, and you know, official. Some people look at it as, a, as as a demotion, but you know, now I guess officially doing the second hour of Dynamite and then um, doing all of Rampage from what I. From what I gather, which I don't really see that yeah. as a demotion. Which he still is only has an the, hour. Well, he still has the same TV time, right? Because he wasn't they, doing Rampage they still before. Only want him on TV for an hour at a time. Yeah, which is fine. But yeah. he still he still gets two hours of TV time a week, though. So it's also less Shivani. So what's that do for you? Shivani needs to cut his hair, but that's a whole nother <laughs> a whole nother deal, right there. Um, yeah, here we are. Uh, you know, some stuff happened on Rampage, actually, quite a bit happened on Rampage, but a we can't really, happened, yeah, uh, delve too much into it. I did catch uh, bits and pieces of it, but this show starts off with Wardlow, Scorpio Sky, TNT title, and uh. Vito, my man, this sounds, you know, this was just kind of like a, a means to an end here, wasn't it? I mean. Yeah. You know, I, I was looking at different reviews online trying to find out who the name of the top team guys were. I finally right. found one that just said grab bag of guys from American top team. And okay. I was like, All right, I'll just stick with that. That works. <laughs> I, had a, I had a part where this, I wrote down later. This is a good match. I like this. A, you know. It was fine. Yeah, I, I'm not did, big on outside interference, but I liked it. Right, so that's so that was the precedent, you know, because it was no disqualification, right? So they were able mm. to have the guys around, and the ref didn't um, end up 
kicking anybody out, but Wardlow was still by himself. The yeah. match was fine. I had one problem with it, though, and that's the fact that it was no DQ, and besides the outside interference, it didn't really seem like um, Scorpio was really trying that hard. You know what I mean? He should have... Yeah. We, we should have gotten more uh, weapons. In fact, I was surprised that that wasn't like the majority of Scorpio's heat. Instead, they just kind of had a normal match and like Wardlow like sold his like regular offense, which I didn't really care for either because it's like, come on, yeah. dude, Scorpio Sky, like um, the whole, you know, he, he'd destroy him in a real fight, you know, type of, type yeah. of mentality, but... But that's kind of how it felt here. Uh, one spot I really liked um, was uh, Scorpio Sky just kicked Warlow right where it counts. Yeah, and right. uh, Bryce Rensburg was like, no, I mean, you know, I can't do that, but no. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's like, he's like fed up because he couldn't do nothing, but he still's like, no, man, you know, like as a man, come on. Right. Just trying to talk some sense into the man. Yeah. Well, uh, Wardlow gets the win, becomes the TNT champion. So what's next for Wardlow? Who who do we? Uh... Hey, not only did he get the win, it was impressive too. For it sure. was an impressive fashion, and then they gave him a sweet golden shower. Because even though <laughs> it was a golden shower, I didn't really think it about was. it that way. Yeah, it was. Um, that's the first thing I said. I was like, whoa. But you also, new, new Goldberg. Hey, that's uh, another thing I was going to say. Do you like his Goldberg entrance? I wish they wouldn't do the Goldberg entrance. Yeah. But, they, you know. I, mean, I think they gave it to him because the, the way the, the fans chant his name. It's very similar, yes. Yeah. Very interesting so. how how people can, like, do this gimmick over and over again and, like... Wardlow's uh, ending up just fine. Let's just hope he doesn't go back into he doesn't go into like Ryback territory. The last yeah. guy that tried oh, to man. do the tried to do the Goldberg gimmick. Yeah, that's that's really feed him more. I don't I don't think we'll we'll see that happen. But that um, match went eight oh one by the way. Eight oh one. Now Vito, you made yeah. a really good point about. Uh, how he went over and yes this was a strong this wasn't no like you know kick out after the three count uh finish like you know it was even though it wasn't a squash match it ended with him dominating which yeah uh overall is is i'm definitely okay with that i think he gave him three power bombs the trifecta yeah now going back to what's next, I mean, who would you put in there now? Who challenges for that uh, for that TNT title? Because it seems like uh, Miro. I mean, my my first thought was him, but, but something happened with him later on. So right, we we really didn't get any any clues in the rest of this show as to who would be that person, unless I missed no. it. No, because uh, so it's is new, game. so he's got to, give me one second here, take a minute. So we need a heal. Here. 
We need like a good mid card heel that's not doing nothing right now. Yeah. Let's see. I'm gonna pull up the rankings real quick. Okay. Uh let's do that. Let's see. He's busy. He's busy. I don't know. It's Lance Archer. Lance Archer's busy. So no one in the top five, I guess. So top five is pretty busy. Okay. Um. Luchasaurus. Hangman wants it. What about the Ooh. Luchasaurus deal? Right? Maybe, huh? Yeah. That's a possibility. Um, now you scan kinda, through the roster real quick. You may want to save that because you kind of come to a point there where you kind of have to. I mean, if it happened today, you would almost Ooh. have to put Luchasaurus over. But what about um? Let's see. What about uh? Let's see. What about Hook? I mean, he's not a heel or a face. He's kind of just like a like an Austin. I don't know. in the middle, but over. I don't know if Hook's ready for that spot yet. You can't really. I mean, Wardlow's still well, kind of green. Gonna take it from him. Well, no, no. I mean, you just you got you got two green guys. There's no one to really like teach yeah. teach anybody anything. I think uh, the heel Luchasaurus uh, would be a good to throw at him first. A good but that might big, not work either because they're both yeah they're both kind of learning and they're both kind of doing the same gimmick. So I don't know. Maybe you bounce, maybe you bounce, you know, somebody Ooh. out of the... We some... haven't seen Sean Spears in a long time. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Found it. Sean I, Spears. You know, I was thinking tonight during during their match, you know, like, what if uh, what if Spears showed up to, like, yep. screw him There's over? my guy. That's kind of so what I was thinking. Written, so let it come to pass. Sean Spears. <laughs> I'm uh, coming for your A double S. Got to do something with him. Well, Vito, after that, we get a Mox promo. He compared uh, blood and guts to golfing on a Sunday. I thought that was a great line. Uh, He hyped up Um, the match with Brody King. Mox just does not do the the proper uh, backstage interview segments. He's got to be in the boiler room. We've established that. Yeah, Mox is pure gold on anything he does. Backstage, boiler room, in the ring, outside of the ring, his wife's podcast, anything. Uh, well, it's cool about I a pre tape like is you can, the club. The pre tape you can get perfect. You know what I mean? He did it on the first try. You, you know he did? he did it on the first try. Uh, I like that he mentioned the club. Yeah. You know, the uh, club. Uh, yeah. You know, the one. The BCC. I, I said it like that. I knew you'd, get, I knew you'd catch me on it. Uh, There's so many clubs. When we talk about the varsity club, um, you know, uh, the babysitter club. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, the. Uh, I keep wanting to call it the Blue Collar Club. No, the Blackpool Combat Club. Okay, yeah. I that like club. that he brought them up. 
that he actually said the name of them in his promo and claimed that he was with them. You know, sometimes Mox is just a, a lone wolf. So I like that he right. actually used them in his promo. Mentioned him, mentioned uh, Danielson. I've been reading some stuff on the internet, and I don't know if it's just like hot gossip, but, you know, people are talking oh. about Danielson being out longer longer than sooner, which, Ooh, which that is, is not uh, nice. Yeah, I mean, I've read, you know, a possibility there's like more, he's having more head stuff going on and stuff like that. So I don't know if it's true. I mean, that's just. That's what the dirtiest of the dirt sheets are are saying. What's Uncle Dave say about it? I haven't heard. They, you know, there's been nothing official. Uncle Dave hasn't tuned in on it. Nothing official. Just you know, just that Danielson's out with an injury. You know, they. You know, it's funny. You know, keep keep that that AEW uh, dirt as much under wraps as they can, and they let yeah. other people break it. That's only my assumption, but yeah. Uh, then we get Mark Sterling backstage with Tony Nice. They try to get Keith Lee to sign a petition to get Swerve removed from the roster. Uh, he says, "You know, we have our differences, but he's my partner, and we're winning, unlike you guys." And he walks off with his Keith Lee swagger. What? Why? I. I... Is it that I don't remember what happened? Or was it that Nice lost the swerve? Why is Sterling trying to kick Swerve out? I know I have a bad memory, but this must have Swerve... Yeah, this must have been a rampage thing or something. Yeah, I, I must have missed it. I don't know. But yeah. I, I love Mark Sterling. Smart Mark Sterling. But he needs to not have Swerve go. He, I'd rather him go than Swerve go. Swerve's amazing. Wouldn't be the last time we'd see Sterling on this show. Um, no. Or Keith Lee. <laughs> yes, or Keith Lee for that matter. Uh, Christian and Luchasaurus come out. Blackasaurus. I guess he's Blackasaurus. <laughs> That's what I'm calling him. That mask is sweet. <laughs> I want one. That's a badass mask. He gets interrupted by Matt Hardy. Did you um, see that coming? You know, no, I didn't. But then I after after they did it, I was like, okay, well, it makes sense. Yeah. Um. You know, Christian got some more heat for himself there by uh, doing the Dirty. doing the lines about Jeff. Yeah, that was oof. Dirty. I don't know what the exact uh, line was, but yeah, something to the effect soon of... As he said Jeff's name, the asshole just came all the way through my TV. Right. The fans <laughs> just would not stop saying it. Yeah, I mean, he just basically called Matt delusional and said, hey, maybe Jeff's the sober one. Yeah. Uh, or something to that effect. Yeah. And, he uh, said he's making... making uh, uh, Jeff sound like the sober one. Um, yep, and he really laid it on even thicker by by saying that uh, that Matt, you know, was like you know trying to ride his coattails, uh, and you know ignoring, um, you know his uh, his his problems, you know, for his own gain, yeah. basically, you know, going that extra mile on it. Yeah, 
which is you know i mean this is this is stuff that like the the most um the biggest like internet trolls would basically say and they're taking that and using that on the show <laughs> you know yeah and i don't think uh i know matt hardy is uh He's really in love with wrestling and he'll do anything for the business. But I really exactly. don't think not anybody could have got away with saying that stuff other than Christian and a, yes. a handful of other people. Right. They go back a long so, way. Uh, yeah. After this was all said they and done. They built their careers together. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, 100% on that, my man. And that's that's where this leads to. Of course, they both beat up. Uh, they beat up on Matt. Uh, Luchasaurus choke slams him through a table. They got sitting out there, and you know this. This was definitely seemed to me like a thing. Like Matt was just kind of there to do this to put them over, or else you know he wouldn't have been on the show. Did it seem mm-hmm. to you like they were kind of writing him off for a while? In a way, this was definitely a write off, like an official. Matt? Yeah. Um, I think he goes away for a while and comes back with whatever this new gimmick's going to be. I don't know if I saw that. I think I saw that. Uh, I think that was him trying to keep the Jungle Boy uh, thing alive, trying to keep us right. remembering Jungle Boy. So I think Matt's um, going to be back next week again. He's huh. not fucking ready. Yeah, they could. They I could, don't think it's the right off thing. They could. They could do a match and then also do it. I don't know. Matt's been teasing this new uh, character on Twitter. How long is Twitter. Jungle Boy out for? Don't know. Not sure. That's another thing don't, you don't, don't hear these I things. I didn't hear no. I didn't hear no like major thing about Jungle Boy, right? See, the thing is, I don't like. Uh, you know, actually, I mean, whatever I see, I see, you know, I don't like necessarily scour the newsletter or like here on the, you know, on the podcasts or whatever. So not really sure what the timetable is on him or punk or uh, anyone. I guess, well, I guess they told us the timeline on punk, which was supposed to be like maybe a few months, four or five months, right? Something like that. Maybe I'm remembering that wrong. Um, I don't remember a timeline for Punk. They did the... I don't know. They did the I whole thing. I don't see any... Yeah, I don't see no date for Jungle Boy or hmm. anything about the injury. Because everything in AEW is so tight-lit. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it's going to be soon because they can't really... You know, keep having Christian do this if they're not going to have a payoff no. like somewhat soon. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. But uh, I see like Matt Hardy comes back next week to fight with Luchasaurus. Or and maybe. He, and he puts them even more fight. over. He and takes then, uh, another ass kicking. Yeah. In an official match. And then they're kicking in the shit out of him. And then Jungle Boy comes back. So like, the pig is pop little Luke Perry's ever got that would work. sets up you know Jungle Boy and Matt Hardy against Luchasaurus and Christian alright I'm digging that 
I could get on board with that. Yeah, because that's definitely where we're going. Um, now, they do a quick video with, about the Jericho appreciators uh, in the blood and guts. Now, the way they shot this, Vito, it was weird to me because it made them kind of seem like the baby faces, did it not? Like, it was, uh, I don't know. It, it was definitely like a uh, war moratorium almost. Right. It was definitely like we should have sympathy for them. Yeah. But every time that one dude talks, I don't have sympathy for him. Matt something something. Matt Menard. Whatever his name is. Menard, yeah. Every time he talks, I'm just like, nah, I can't get behind you. So well, he talked during that, and I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we get a Hager-Claudio face-off. And Vito, they're listening the to people. us. Yeah. I wrote, we the people, peaceful face off. See? They're listening to us again. You know, we're talking last week about how they aren't doing nothing with Hager, and here you go. Yeah. All this, I this needed was his homie back to play with. Right? Yeah. Probably worked together. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, definitely hundreds of times. Oh. Uh, back in the day, especially oh, yeah. early, early in the last decade, when like Cesaro first came yeah. or Claudio, rather. Two thousand six, I think, uh, is when somewhere around there. I'd like to say maybe a little later. I don't know. I have to look that up. Swags came in around that time, like oh six or oh yeah. seven, maybe oh eight. I don't know. Somewhere in there. Oh, well, maybe the We the People was like two thousand twelve. Maybe We the People was um, two thousand twelve to two thousand thirteen because he was doing that gimmick yeah. when I went to New York. That was yeah. twenty thirteen. Yeah. And that was like weird because like definitely when it went to that show expecting him to win the title but then he, he got that thing where he was like busted for pot or whatever like the week before so like they they totally changed the finish and del rio kept the belt instead god i was so pissed that was weak <laughs> anyway um so yeah, that'll be cool. Then we get uh, Swerve and Keith Lee uh, over Butcher and the Blade. Swerve in our glory. Right. Swerve in our glory. Defeat the Butcher and the Blade. 941. That's 941 that's this went. You know, um, I was in and out during this one. Uh seemed pretty so, seemed fine to so, me. Uh, Vito give here's us your one thing notes about on this it. match here's one thing about this match they talked about at the beginning this is a rivalry that started at dark okay did you see that at all they started at dark and then continued when uh, Butcher and the Blade threw Swerve over the top rope at the Battle Royal on I think that was Rampage was okay. the Battle Royal yeah so um so that's happened <laughs> dark i guess they the the video showed that they came out during their match like eating something or something like that so uh so it's good to see that there's actually rivalries coming from um the youtube shows 
So I'm going to have to keep an eye on those to see. Yeah, you know, you have to put them uh, on every once in a while. I don't know why I don't. Yeah. You know, just to kind of check some stuff out. You know, Butcher and Blade, I wish they'd do something more with these guys. They're kind of a... I love like, the Butcher, man. They're kind of a jobber tag team. But I wish yeah. they would be more than that, though. I'm not, like, saying that as a detriment to them. I'm saying I think they're kind yeah. of much better than that. They're, they're But they're kind of placed in this thing where they're there to put everybody over. Yeah. Um, that's just kind um, of where they're placed right now. I thought that was a cool tag that uh, when uh, uh, Swerve tagged Keith Lee and the blade had him in a belly-to-back, and he was like uh, going to suplex him, but after he tagged, like Lee just grabbed him and like pulled him in for the rest of the way so he can get in. I was like, that was pretty, that was a genius move. Uh, I like that. You know, you get that good feeling not, when you see their matches that you know that they've like came up with something, you know, each yeah. time, you know. And they're not yeah, just going through the motions. Something happened in this match that I'd like to uh, address. I'm going to address it to my my uh, company that I'm part of, Power Pit Pro Wrestling in Roseburg. But uh, here's what I'm going to talk about. When okay. two guys are up on the top rope, there needs to be a count. All right? There needs to be a set amount of time that those two guys can be up there before there's some type of action taken. Whether it be like the ref admonishing them or of something disqualification something i don't know but there's no way that those guys can sit up there and have a conversation and do whatever they were doing up there i don't know what they were doing but they were up there for a long time the ref like counted like the two maybe right once and then just like stood there and like made little movements i was like dude do something get them off there if they're not gonna do a move have them get down do something else it just bothered me as a referee it bothered me we've talked about this before yeah i know this uh you know if you're gonna do the spots they gotta be quick the longer that you're up there like talking over the spot and going back and forth it's just like it's a pet peeve of mine. The disconnect, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely could be looked at as one of those things. Yes, yeah, so, you, like, you're technically in the ropes. And yeah. so there would be yeah. a count. Now, this is not, like, a traditional rule, right? But, like, you're saying this should no. be implemented. Yes. I'm sure there... I'm, I've got to check the it. rule book. There might be a... There should be, like, a five count. I mean... Right, because you're, cause you're in the ropes... You're on the ropes, just like just like being in the ropes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. But um, other than that, if it was uh, our was territory, of... Vito. That's what we're doing, brother. I'm uh, shutting it down there, <laughs> man. No time on the top ropes. Five seconds. That's what you get. You get a generous five count from me, Ref Stevens. That's it. Um. There was a lot of stutter steps in this match. I don't know if it's like uh, we we talk about how teams don't have chemistry together. They, they it's not that they didn't have chemistry together, but there was a lot of stutter steps. Like they weren't comfortable a couple of times in the match. Um, yeah. That's just something I noticed. Well, Butcher and Blade but are not like you know 
choreography type wrestlers, no. you know, and Swerve is, and that's fine. I'm not saying that that's like a bad thing, but that's like Swerve stuff. His best stuff is like spots like that, you know. So yeah, so is Keith Lee. Keith Lee's kind of a spot guy too. Yeah, so just kind of a weird contrast, but um they do get the win and this sets up starks and hobbs coming out there there was one thing that happened i want to say before you bring that up okay so the butch and the blade did a bunch of tag team moves like synced up together there was a little run they did all right yeah yeah. and then there was a pin and then keith lee was supposed to break up the pin and i think he was like a millisecond late but the ref still like called a two and that turned all the fans like they like that turned the whole audience um at that time i'll have to go back and watch it but i think that's what happened yeah they'll never forgive you for stuff like that you know no they won't i had a problem on this last show i'm not gonna get into that but (laughs) make the crowd turn on you quickly yeah um but yeah no we get starks and hobbs coming out uh barry's brian cage yeah what's up with that he just returned but we haven't seen him on dynamite though he was on rampage or whatever before the forbidden door show right and then yeah yeah he he buried him right there right that sucked (laughs) well they split him from the team taz obviously yeah they they're with the ft title ftw title yeah but i Uh, mean he's like look what happened to the last guy we hung out with he didn't say his name it's like dude that's yeah anyway uh anyway they uh they banter back and forth and then the bucks come out and uh this basically Man, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. What's what's happening, Brandon? Huge fan. What's of, happening? Huge fan of the Bucks, but I I I did not get the way that they did this. Uh, uh, well, you say the best team so many times, then the the best team shows up. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Then part. they're doing a tag match for tag titles, but. They AEW cannot do a one on one tag team title match. It's, it's weird it's how like it's another impossible for it's, them. It's weird how it's another triple threat. Yeah. Yeah. It's Very impossible weird. for them. Now that wasn't the problem I had with it though, Vito. You know? And maybe what was your problem? and maybe you can enlighten me on this. Okay. And here's my question. The Bucks come out. They're the champions. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I mean, okay, so we're making the argument that they're not necessarily heels, but they're like tweeners, I guess, right? So maybe... No, they're supposed to be heels. They're okay. supposed to be as, oh. as heels as Buck can be heels, as little Christian boys. Okay. Perfect. So we've established that the young Bucks are heels. Why are they coming out challenging teams... You know what I mean? It should be the faces making the challenges. Am I right? Like, this was like just 
And it's one of those things where it's one of those things you could debate all day long, but it was just weird. I, I thought what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah that is kind of. I guess I don't really notice that because I'm the, the traditionally. And you know, they're yeah. all about breaking tradition, right? But like, this is one yeah, of those things the business. <laughs> where traditionally the heels don't want to ever defend their titles. They're kind of running, you know, when they can and trying to get out of stuff, you know, traditionally. Um, but they don't do that. They, they come out and they're the ones making, uh, making the challenges here. So I thought that was interesting. Um, that's kind of weird i didn't think about that yeah no i mean and it's you know it's definitely it's it's different but like i said it's just well you can look at it like uh um starks did say like i said the best team were the best team he said like four times then super kick party hit and that's like basically you know you're it's like you called us out you know, you might as well hit our music for us, you know? Right. So, I mean, that could be, I think that's an angle they were trying to take. Basically, you guys, both of you are saying you're the best teams. Well, here's us, and oh, this and is then us they got being the, the best team. And then people started chanting for FTR, FTR during it. FTR, yeah. Which, you know, they're like, no. Yeah, uh, the real best team. I think, uh, I think Nick handled that very well. Yeah. Um, just kind of like brushing that off yeah <laughs> no that's not what we're yeah. doing here we're setting up a triple threat here for this yeah there's another plan for ftr but we're not going to talk about that right now you know so yeah um yeah no i just thought that, that was interesting so yeah we get a triple threat next week and i guess technically at fighter fest fighter fest not fire fest but fighter fest Oh, not just Fighter Fest. Night one of Fighter Fest. Night two, I suppose, will be Rampage, right? So, uh, not sure if it'll be a live Rampage or uh, the next week of uh, Dynamite. Right. Hopefully, it's not just a taped Rampage. I think that's what they'll probably do. Night one is Dynamite. Night two is Rampage, but we'll see. Um, then we get a uh, Alistair Black vignette, or excuse me, Malachi Black vignette. Well, that's my problem. It's supposed to be a Brody King vignette, right? But all it is is Malachi talking about Brody King, and he steps up at the last second and goes, mm. It's like, right, he talks like, for why? him, yeah. He apparently does all of his talking for him. Yeah, yeah, I was like, kind of like, okay, well, I guess, you know, they're just not going to have him talk, which I assume he talks fine. Yeah. Um, You know, it's not like a a Goldberg thing or something like that, you know, from back in the day. This next segment really got me. Now, Shivani is interviewing Kingston in the ring. Uh, he congratulates Wardlow uh, and his team for Blood and Guts. Uh, then he starts in on Jericho. They cut to Jericho in the back. He wants to vampire Jericho. Did he say he wanted to vampire him? I didn't catch no, that. No, he wants to. He wants to 
taste is blood. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I can understand that. Um. Well, they cut to Jericho in the back, and the the jazz is back there, and Tay Conte slams the door on Ruby Soho's arm, does the Dusty Rhodes on her arm. Now uh, and the car door. Remember what happened last week with Kingston when he like does the lunge into the fire extinguisher? Yeah. She did that with her arm. Oh, really? She lunged her arm into the door. She jumped into the door. I did not yeah. catch that. I was like, man, it you didn't look that strange though Kingston. now that you mention it. Yeah. Yeah, there was no one next to her. When she slammed the door, like Ty Conti had to like run up to her to slam the door. I was like, why are you, why is your arm there, Ruby? Interesting. She was like back by the tire well, and then she kind of like inched forward. And right as she's about to slam the door, she goes, Ugh. <laughs> like, like she was going for a hot tag <laughs> to the door slamming in her arm. Yeah, the, you know, who drove the white Hummer? Yeah. Um, it was Ruby Soho. Oh, man. I like that you brought up that uh, that a fire extinguisher spot because... Uh, <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Because Corny absolutely tore that apart uh, oh, of course on he did. his pod. But and not for the same, not for the, not for Kingston walking into it. Um he he's bit was basically his point was is that the fire extinguisher spot is a baby face spot and that Jericho shouldn't have done it because it's a baby face spot. It's supposed to be like, you know, something cool for the baby face to do to the heel, supposedly. Really? Or something like that. I there's didn't know some that. there's some kind of reasoning, you know, some old school psychology reasoning behind it. But yeah, he was not he didn't mention you the botch. That? I didn't know that, but you know, I guess it kind of makes sense if you look if you look back. Like to get away from it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. So it was a reversed, you know, a lot of reverse psychology, you know. But that's kind of that's kind of the mo of this company is that they just kind of do this stuff just to kind the of business they intentionally just do the opposite of what's always been done that's just kind of what i'm noticing and i and that's just you know that's just that is what it it's is charm and if you're going to get pissed off about it then you just not watch it you know what i mean it doesn't bug me that bad but i just i notice it you yeah. know what i mean it's not like it bugs me but i just notice it now it went from um, a shitty segment to a good segment uh the so yeah no and i was also i was also confused about the ruby eddie thing i didn't really remember them making the have they been doing something on tv recently i don't remember like i know um, i've seen them on vlogs together but i don't yeah no it's just known that's it's just known that they're AW. close that's another thing about aw people the the vlogs they just assume people watch the vlog, so they know that Eddie and Ruby are close. Right. And she came down for blood and guts, too. Okay. Even though she wasn't on the card. Yeah, no, she came down to save him from Ty Conti. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Now I remember that. Yes, okay. So that yeah. does make sense. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Scratch that. Uh, 
So yeah, then we had a Dark Order promo. I like this a lot, actually. Yeah. Actually, I've been thinking about this for a while. Yeah, let, let me just take care of this one. Okay. I've been curious because first, uh, number two left, which was uh, Stu, Stu Grayson. Grayson. Okay, he left. Right. Um, the other day, uh, five left, Alan Angels. He had a nice sad goodbye on Sammy's vlog. I didn't cry, I swear. Uh, <laughs> so now we're down to uh, 10, Preston Vance, uh, John Silver, Evil Uno, Alex Reynolds, Anna J, and Negative uh, One. So, and then I forgot that um, that uh, a man is another man was part of the team, which came out later. But um, uh, this is another angle that came from Dark or Dark Elevation. I don't remember what they said it was, but from one of the YouTube shows. Okay. They showed a negative one riding QT Marshall and some other guy like they were dogs or horses or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um. But no, it was. was uh, and they Evil showed Uno. the little thing where he like pulled his pants down or whatever. Yeah. 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 This was Evil Uno saying, you know, that Dark Order's not going anywhere. You know, they're here to stay. And uh, I I want to know. Do you think that's more members, or do you think it's them? Well, Just what that about, core right there. Well, what about Cabana? He's still around, right? Oh, I know he, shit. He's being opted into Ring of Honor, but it's not like he can't be there to do the Dark I Order totally stuff. I forgot about Cole Cabana. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm totally fine with, with the Dark Order stuff. I, I remember them getting a lot of hate uh, back, you know, when they were on the show more prominently. And uh, I was always a supporter of, of, of what they were doing. So I'm totally, totally yeah. cool with this. You know, they were in the, the Brody Lee, uh, you know, stomping grounds there. Yeah. So. Uh, Rochester. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we got a, a announcement for a match uh, 10 years from now on this Dynamite in Rochester. It will be <laughs> negative one versus QT Marshall. Uh, that's going to main event for sure. Yeah. Guaranteed to be a five star. Yeah. So QT comes out. He bullies uh negative one and Adam page hits the ring. They hangman. all beat up QT. Yeah. Hangman. Uh, he's the one person I always forget is that, that honorary dark order member. Uh, even though negative ones, uh, you know, promo was kind of indecipherable. It was still fine. <laughs> he gets he gets so excited. <laughs> uh, He's eight years old. Yeah. No, I could just imagine. Yeah, absolutely. No, but uh, there you go. So Dark Order is going to be around for a while. We'll see. I don't know if they add anybody else to answer your question. I would kind of keep it how it is. I don't know. It seems like since everyone else that's not in the group is gone, 
it would kind of be like a, a death knell to the guys that they put in the group from here on out, That's wouldn't true. it? It's like well, uh, they basically have two tag teams because Evil Uno and Ten have been tagging a lot on Dark, and John Silver and Alex Reynolds are they are the most underrated tag team in AEW. Let's see some it, more of them. It's ridiculous that that they don't have. I wish there was two tag titles. I know that's horrible to say because AEW more has titles. <laughs> I don't know if they ever oh, get this trios division up and running. There we go. That Dark would, Order solve, the shit out of that. Yeah, that would solve a lot of a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, keep a lot of people busy. But anyway, uh, we get next. We get Penta against Roosh and Jr. We get Jr. Yes, Jr. comes out for commentary. Can't JR. forget that. Um, that's you know, cool. You uh, know, you have the WCW vibe where they change the, you know, commentary team. Like does they it used bother to you that Phoenix does the diamond cutter thing when he comes out? I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe he does DDP yoga. I don't know. He does do a cutter. He does like a, uh, like a back spring cutter type thing and spring. Off the rope, I, uh, thing cutter. I dug Everyone out. Everyone does a cutter. I dug out my DDP yoga DVDs the other day, and we were all kind of doing them as a family. It was nice. it was pretty great. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, no, you know, Vito, with this match, uh, the Pinto Roosh, I was expecting a bunch of spots, but they actually did. Pretty much like an old school, you know, psychology type match here. Yeah. Um, it, I don't it, have a lot of notes. The two notes that I have are not of the match because I was just kind of, it was an just interesting Just kind of your thoughts. Yeah. Well, it was interesting because Pinta started uh, with an extended like shine period. This wasn't just like a quick shine and we went into like heat. He actually did stuff for like a while. Uh, before Rush uh, just took completely over. So I thought that that was kind of cool. You don't really see that a lot of times in matches. You know, the extended extended shine followed by extended heat. Because uh, when Rush took over, um, he got to lay it in for quite a while, you know. But they, it, was, it was pretty even 50-50, right? Now, yeah. here's, here's the problem. I loved it. I thought it was great that they were doing like, you know, psychology stuff and not just a bunch of spots. The crowd did not love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were expecting these dudes to just go crazy with flips and dives right out of the gate, and they did not do that at all. They were not ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was basically the, the theme of this match is that uh, they had a great match. But it wasn't what so, the crowd was expecting, so they weren't. The crowd wasn't into it. When they were on the outside for the first time, did you see Kip slow clapping for them? Oh, the box man. Yeah. No, I did not. Did you see it? He was slow clapping like this. <laughs> I was like, man, I I really hope that pays off somehow. Right. He's been he's been ringside or somewhere in the arena for months, months upon months. 
I really hope that pays off somehow. Talking about Kip, Kip Sabian with the with the box yes, on his head. the box man. For those, for those who Sabian. don't know, they'll pay it off. They've got yeah. it. They've got it at this point. Um, now Pinta takes back over uh, the match. Uh, you know, Roosh's whole heat spot was just not there. You know, they, you know, the crowd was just not buying it because that's not the match that they wanted. Uh, and then they end up doing a screwy finish where he takes off Pinch's mask and does a roll up. And because he doesn't have his mask on, that means he's like unable to kick out of the roll up. Yeah, because he's got to hold his face. Not my favorite finish, I, Vito. I'll tell you that. I don't like how the Lucha Bros keep losing their masks. I think that the Young Bucks did it. FTR did it. Every tag team they go against, they just take off their masks. It's like, that should be illegal. It's illegal in Mexico. Why isn't it illegal here? Tony Khan should make it illegal here. You know, I haven't thought about this, but now that you bring it, now that you bring it up, Maybe that's like a story they're trying to tell. They keep working the mask because that's going to eventually be, you know, putting the mask on the line and maybe losing it. Maybe that's the idea. Penta and Fenix go against uh, Andrade, or is that his name? It's Andrade, right? You kept that part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrade. Yeah. Yeah. Andrade Alidalo. Okay. Yeah. So we get the Lucha Bros versus... Uh, El Faction and the Ignobriables. Right. The L-I-J. That's, yeah. Whatever it is. Uh, L-I-J Mexico. Yeah. So uh, I think we'll get, now that you said that, we'll probably get those two against those two, hair versus mask. Ooh, yeah. You that's know a what, solid Vito, Mexico show. Yeah, that's 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 money right there. Um, the other thing is, Alex hit a solid spear on the outside on uh, as a Jose. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, uh, yeah, took the took the tablet out of his hand so he couldn't hit him, and then just speared him with a solid spear. I was like, yeah, go Abrahantes. Yeah. This Latino That's, on Latino violence, man. When are we going to learn? I smell a pre-show match, baby. <laughs> Tuxedo match. Oh, <laughs> Alex versus Jose. There you go. Yeah. Well, hey, this next Oh, segment. six man. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> there we go. Fixed Trios. it. All right. Um, this should be music to your ears, Vito. It, uh, it is. We finally get the announcement. Samoa Joe, Jay yes. Lethal. It gets bumped to the ROH pay-per-view, though. Hey, that's where it should be. Yeah, in all actuality, right? Yeah. For an um, ROH title, it should be an ROH pay-per-view. Now, I had a couple questions for you with this. So, like, apparently okay. Ring of Honor is just going to do these large shows now without... TV or anything. Do you think that business model will work for them? Just like doing um, pay-per-views and hyping them up on AEW TV? Like, is that what we're doing? I feel I there's rumblings that Tony's still working on a TV deal. Okay. So TV deal is still in the works. But so far, yeah, I'll take I'll keep taking these Ring of Honor pay-per-views. 
I'm digging it. And yeah, I'm completely fine with the ring, the way Ring of Honor is going at this current moment. Okay. Um, I wouldn't mind having a nice streaming so, service to latch onto. Right. But you're going to try to watch this show however however it may be, right? Trying yeah. to seek it out. It's, yeah. probably, it's like a straight stream. Or can you... Is it on the cable as well? What? I don't know. Which I'll have one? to check it out. Ring of Honor. Oh. I don't know. Are they still playing uh, replays on that, that old channel? I don't think so. Hmm. Weird. We'll find out. Tony's working on something. No, I mean like the... Like for it, for the pay per view, is it just a straight streaming oh, pay per view? It's gonna be Bleacher Report, probably. Right. It's or if be it's like, the like last one was. or if it's like actually offered with the you know like as a you know it's like an is like an on demand uh, cable or satellite purchase. Oh, it'll probably be. Got to look into uh, that. I think they're mostly Bleacher Report. Okay. Well, we get a backstage promo where uh, Sterling tries to get the best friends to sign uh, the petition, and then this ended up... I don't know. I missed exactly what was said. It's going to be Orange Cassidy against Nice on Rampage to see if Orange Cassidy, because he's the last person to sign for some reason, if Orange Cassidy signs, for some reason, that's the last signature he needs right. to get Swerve out. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm mostly okay with it because Dan Housen showed up, and yes, I'm a Dan Housen mark for sure. I did see Dan Housen, but like I said, I ended up missing it. I just was, you know, chatting with the fam, you know, during that time or whatever. And yeah, only... family can get in the way. Right, <laughs> wasn't able wasn't able to tune tune everyone out yeah. enough to actually catch what happened. Um, now then we had uh, a clean the best moment of AEW history. Sorry, I got ahead of you. <laughs> it's it's that time. Yeah. Um, acclaimed a gun club against a bunch of dudes. I know the brought the bears were in there. <sighs> You know who else was in it? I didn't catch who the other guys uh, were. It was the. I'm only gonna say this one more time, <laughs> so I'm gonna save it. So it was the four guys that we're gonna discuss: uh, Bear Country, Leon Ruffin it, and Fuego Del Sol. Oh yeah, that's right. Fuego was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fuego is on dynamite, and he hit the tornado DDT. So, go Fuego! Now to sum this up, Vito Gun Club, uh, they steal the mic and they steal the win. They steal the mic from the acclaim to start off the. You know when they're walking out there, they don't get to do their rap. Uh, and then they steal the they steal the victory. This causes more arguments. They tease Billy siding with the acclaimed, but he ends up swerving him. Yep. Swerve, bro, and he sides with the, the sons. They stole the win, and they stole their ass dad. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> 
And here's the last time I'm ever saying it. You ready? Yes. The Scissor Crew is no more. Well, we can st- we could still no have- more. They could still be the Scissor Crew. I mean, the acclaimed. Yeah. Uh, the acclaimed, yes, but the acclaimed and ass boys. Yes. As the Scissor Crew. Oh damn it! You made me say it again. They're no more. <laughs> We're retiring that name. It's a sad day. Yeah. Let's have a moment then, uh, of silence. Did you see? Did you see Austin Gunn like uh, Anthony Bones laying on the ground? He picked up his hand and he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> he yeah. was scissoring a dead man. Right. Oh man, no, they did this pretty well, and of course, you know, this is going to lead to stuff between the two teams, obviously. So that'll give them something to yeah. do. That's going to be a good program, I think. For the rest of the summer, probably, you know, pretty much working together, you'd imagine. Um, then we get a mirror. See, that's the thing about AEW. Let yeah. me just hold off on that. AEW doesn't do that, really. Right. They don't have them, um, like, uh, go on for for uh, months like Vince that Yeah, I... I look back on different things, uh, events. He'll have people go, the same two people go four pay-per-views in a row. Oh, yeah, they still do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, for it's sure. Like, that's what I like about AEW. They don't do that. It's like you get one, sometimes if it doesn't work out, two matches, and then you're moving on. Uh, unless it's something like uh, Bitter Rivals, like Lucha Brothers and um, House of Black or something like that. Or you have a match that you've seen 20 times within an uh, 8 to 10 year period, like the Usos versus the New Day or Ugh. Rock versus Ugh. Roman. You know, no. that's, that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. No. Over no. and over again. Beat it to death. But no, yeah, thank no, you. this this will lead to a match or two or whatever. And then, you yeah. know, yeah, then they'll do their thing. Um, but I don't mind programs either. You know, there's a time and a place for it. Yeah. You can't just do it all the time. Yeah. Short programs. You know, Vito, uh, one of my favorite uh, things ever was um, back in ECW, back in 98. Just real quick, just going to talk about this. I think it was 98. Summer of 98. It was a summer series between Just Incredible and Jerry Lynn. Yeah. Uh. And they really didn't do much of like, you know, I mean, they, they could have done stuff like, you know, little angles at the arena or anything, but like the feud wasn't about any of that. It was just about them like having matches. It was like, they just kept having matches and they just kept having like awesome matches. And it was just like, and no one was even really keeping track of like how many times the other guy won or lost. It was just like, you know, these dudes are like, you know, they're having a thing, you know what I mean? And that was like as simple as it needed to be. Uh, So yeah, no, that's, I'd like to see them do something like that um, with somebody eventually. I don't know what my point was there, but I was just like, it just reminded me of, uh, you know, guys. You can put on good matches for no reason. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, in that way, it's something different. You can have a long yeah. program, but it's not like a long, drawn-out story. It's just a... Yeah. It's a rivalry, you know, not yeah. uh, not a storyline. 
Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, we get a Miro pre-tape. Uh, in this, he, he kind of calls out Malachi Black, from what I gather. Yeah. He's Malachi in the house. Right, which you we know. have. By the way, Pac wasn't on the show last week. Not this week either, right? And he like I... he, he just won this new belt. And he hasn't been on the yeah, show. Yeah, you're right. We haven't seen him since he got the belt. I forgot yeah. about that. What's the deal with that? I don't know. And now, like, you know, Miro's calling out Malachi instead of Pac. It's like, okay, that's kind of kind of strange. Um, then we have Thunderstorm. I came up with that. See? I made I made that that um, that joke during their match. Yeah. See? I was like, isn't that weird? That's Thunder and Storm. Isn't that weird? It just goes together like peanut butter they and jelly. They should make a tag team called Thunderstorm. Vito, I missed this match as well. What did I miss? Anything? I know Thunder and uh, Storm went over. Or Thunderstorm, uh, rather. Yeah, it lasted 8.38. So they got good time. Um, Decent timing. Yeah. Eight minutes, I think, is like a sweet spot oh, for a wrestling that match. That Penta and Rush match, by the way, a Roosh went 11 20 so that got good time yeah and uh um i'm not saying it again ass boys and the acclaimed got 354 so okay. not even four minutes um yeah so nyla and the problem solver marina Shafir, they came down with umbrellas i thought that was cool yeah because they're going against the thunderstorm Genius. right i call them the umbrella crew so, Under the umbrella tree. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Marina looked really good. She looks better when she's with a tag team. So her partnered up with Nyla is good. It also gives Nyla something to do. Yeah. Because she was doing nothing. Kind of high. She might her. have been injured, but um, they're good together. I like them. Okay. The women's tag team division is starting to look pretty good at AEW. I gotta say. Oh, that'll uh, be the next belt, bro. <laughs> women's tag team be, titles. It might be a cup. <laughs> there you go. Uh because uh Mart uh Martinez and uh well she's the Ring of Honor champion and uh what's the one girl? Uh, yeah, I forget her I name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one. Dean Malenko's girl. Yeah. I can't think of her name. Uh, anyway, they're a tag team and they're pretty good together. Yeah. Well, so then we get a Jade promo. Uh, Stokely announces that uh, I I think he was referring to the the chick that they just beat being their new Layla partner. Gray. Yes, Layla Gray. Yeah, she's uh, like a light red velvet. <laughs> Jade's not sold on it. Let's him know that. Neither is uh, the other one there in the in the promo. I forget her name. Uh, uh, Kira Hogan. Oh, that's Kira Hogan. Wow. Yeah. Okay. She looked weird. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was that. Then we get a Daniel Garcia promo. He's going to have a match with Wheeler Yuta for the ROH Pure Title at the ROH Show. Um. 
Garcia cut a promo that was kind of separate from his jazz character. Thought that was kind of weird as well. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, he uh, he it came was off like with a, like an attitude kind of thuggish. Right, it was straightforward, like you know, yeah. wrestling promo. He's like, call me a wrestler, yeah. call me a sports entertainer. I don't care. Like, no, dude, you're like your gimmick is you're a sports entertainer yeah, now. Gimmick, yeah, but, but uh, it is ROH, so yeah. Um, then we get FTR challenging the Briscoes for the ROH show as well. This whole, this half the show was like building up this ROH pay per view. Um, and that's fine, I suppose. Like we were talking earlier, that's supposedly the plan, uh, at least for right now. Interesting that they mentioned the Briscoes on TV because even though Tony owns ROH and he, he Briscoes are still involved with that. He can't have them on AEW because of whatever Jay Briscoe tweeted 15 years ago. Or, you know, it's so ridiculous. Serena Deeb is her name, by the way. Sorry to Serena Deeb. Oh, yeah, Deeb. Yeah. 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 uh, Daniel Garcia came off as a thug. He's thug. Shorty want to be a thug. Uh, so they're talking. I I understand the Briscoe thing, uh, because uh, they were insensitive about. Uh, I think it was homosexuals that they were saying something about, if I remember correctly. Right. I did. I don't even um, know the LGBT community in some sense of fashion. Right. But then they said FTR versus Briscoes too. I was like, man, you know that was a good match, but I really don't want to see that again. Maybe you should add another champion to that list. Throw the Bucks in there. There's a lot of teams. That's what I think. Why they got to I mean, bring in the Briscoes T- for this, I don't know. T- but Tony yeah. likes uh, three-man tag team matches, so I think it should be FTR, the Briscoes, and the Bucks. I think it would be awesome. Briscoes have been doing their thing up in Impact. I don't see why they can't just keep doing that, but... Regardless, that door you got to keep it open. You got to do the door. Do you think this is a testing of the waters for the Briscoes to come in, or do you think they keep keep to that that they're not going to hire them? I don't think uh, I don't think there's a testing of waters necessary. Okay. You either you either hire them or you don't. Everyone knows the Briscoes, right? I mean, there was a public there was a public apology that they did uh, on multiple occasions. I think they mm-hmm. were, were even on busted open and said something one time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty sure Tony probably wants him, but you know some wrestlers have a shade on him. So yeah, definitely ask uh, Joey Ryan all about that. I was just going to say that. <laughs> did you hear that he worked at Disneyland for like three weeks? Yeah, he did the Jungle Cruise ride. People then started. I people then knocked him like, off. I would have died if I showed up to the Jungle Cruise ride and Joey Ryan was my my captain. Right? I'd be like, holy crap. Oh my gosh, I would have died. Please don't touch his oh, genitals. Man. Yeah. They'll kill Do not you. take his lollipop. <laughs> All right, well, Vito, let's get to this main event. We get Mox versus Brody King. 
Regal on commentary. Regal on the commentary. You know, they did a fine match. It was brawl. good. Solid Moxley brawl. Um, Brody we, King's impressive. I love He's an Brody. impressive man. Um, here's here was my issue though. I did have an issue. It was a fine match, and I understand Moxley not like bumping his ass off for Brody, <laughs> but that's really like what he needed, I think, in this match. And yeah, he did do like he he did give him like the suplex on the ramp or whatever, which looked brutal. Yeah, it did. Um, pretty pretty damn stiff. And, but other than that, though, I mean, like, you got to give Brody, like, his big man, like, stuff. And Mox didn't really give it to him here. Brody still came off okay. But I think that he... That sleeper in the corner looked good, though. That hangman sleeper is is quite a visual, especially when he did yeah. it to Brody or uh, to, to Darby, uh, you know. And then just dropped him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. that was, Love that. That was something. Uh, JR called him Brody Lee. Like, uh, made it all the way through the show. All the way through. There was like two minutes left in the match, and he called him Brody Lee. I was like, you almost made it, JR. Man. Almost. (laughs) You almost Uh, did it. Well, you know. But the finish was nice. I thought the finish was good. Really? Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because the... They showed that um, Brody King has uh, a submission aspect to his to his uh, arsenal. We'll right. just say that, and we all know Mox has a submission match or submission arsenal. So that's what the end was. That was just like a submission roll around, as it were, and that's what it was. I mean, that's what I liked about it. It was. It looked a little sloppy going into it, but once it got going. It was cool. I liked it. What was your issue? Well, I mean, my main issue was is that I just don't believe John Moxley choked choked him out. You know what I mean? Like, that's like the main thing. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm being a little nitpicky on it or whatever. But I really thought that. Like, after I'm like... I just did not like the finish. I was like, really? I'm like, Moxley chokes a dude like twice his size out, which I guess can happen. You know what I mean? If you if you got a guy in a choke, you got a guy in a choke. Yeah. But I just... He had, he had crazy good leverage on him, too. You know, I was just thinking and about... Plus, man, I don't he's know. John Moxley. I don't know, man. He's, tough. he's a tough SOB. I if, can see what you're saying, though. Right. He he didn't get a lot of big man action. If this was if this was UFC, and we had, I mean, if this was a shoot, brother, <clears throat> if this was a shoot, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you had, uh, I don't know. I'm not compare. It's kind of hard to uh, compare it. Let's say, I don't know. Brody Lee, I don't know. I guess when you think about it, because if you were who, who, what UFC fighter would you compare Brody King to? Excuse me, not Brody Lee. I did a, I did a freaking Jr. Uh, which UFC fighter would you compare him to? Would you say maybe like a Nagano uh, or somebody? Yeah, Dos Santos probably. Yeah, so you know, I don't know. 
anyone can get caught in a choke, I guess. But I was just kind of like, eh. Eh. But whatever. It is what it is, my man. You know, it was a good, uh, a decent episode of Dynamite overall. What would you rate it? I'm going through my notes real quick here. Uh, most of the matches were pretty solid. I don't think I had a problem with very many of them. And we had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six matches. One was a less than five minutes. The rest of them were over eight minutes. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four. It was a good show. A lot of segments and matches, so I'm gonna give it a four. You? I don't know, man. I think that we that had. Main event, it sounds like that main event got you. No, the main event was great. I just didn't like the finish. I would have preferred yeah. a different finish. I don't know what finish would have been better. I don't really have an, you know, an idea. An idea. Yeah. It, but it's tricky, though. You have to find, and I'm not, I'm not saying it as a detriment. It's a tricky finish because you have a big guy like Brody King. You have Moxley, who's your champion. You got to protect him. You got to protect the other guy. You don't want to give people a cheap finish either, right? You want it to be like, a, you know, at least there was no interference or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's a three. It's about like last week's. It didn't really make it move for me, but it was a fine show overall. Yeah. Good. Vito, where can we find you out, brother? I know you got some new links. I know you got the link tree set up. I got the link tree at uh, Big Vito T. Big Vito T. And uh, my links are on there. I got a link to my main cameo which is this youtube and then my channel is also on there sweet well check it out we appreciate everyone for joining us here uh make sure that you are following us on whatever medium that you're finding us on and uh we will see you next time Vito. this time instead of too sweetening you out you know what we're gonna have to do you know what the new tradition is? Since no one else is right. going to do it, did, my man. We, get a... we got a scissor. Oh, no. <laughs> we're scissoring now? We're scissoring. Oh, man. All we're right. we're going to scissor and we're going to two sweet. Oh, good. There we didn't go. get no cease and desist letter. Right. Boom. We can still use it. We can still use it. All right. We are out. We'll see you next time. Peace.